Hey, welcome to Wide Shut. I'm your oh, host Logan. Man. He's your host Jesse. I'm your host Jesse, and he's your host Logan. And we're trying a new format, given that we are in fact on opposite ends of the North Island. Mm. How's the weather like down there, champ? It's really great. Felt the earthquake yesterday up on a level fifteen skyscraper. That was uh, fun. Do you have a nice like horizontal sway? Yeah. Was everyone dancing the Kokomo? <laughs> I don't know whether that's a reference. Just, I just threw that you, out you there. You stepped on my opportunity to make a bit wrong a reference. I stepped whatever. on your paternity. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you stomped the baby. <laughs> Christ. Yep. All right. Well, clearly six months have not stopped us from being shit podcasters. Nope. No. Um, if anything, this is going to teach us to speak one at a time. Yeah. To actually bother to listen to each other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. It's been like 10 years, I suppose we should start doing that. Yeah, <laughs> nah. Also occurs to me I didn't hit save on this before I started, so here's hoping it's writing to a drive that's got a decent amount of space in it. That's fine. That's Roll the dice, everyone. run for your life. Yeah, do a sweet 15-minute um, episode. All right. I suppose we should. Did we ever actually have a sting for like shit we've watched recently? Um, um let me give it. Also, also, is it? Um, all right, he just left. That'll do. And while Jesse continues to be shit at whatever this is, hey, he's back. Oh, great! I. I was previously looking at the top of his head for the first three minutes of the podcast, and now I'm looking at his chest. Which I noticed before, every time I lean forward to talk in the microphone. Yeah, all I see is top of his head. Hello, hello, can you hear me? Okay, I'm down here now. Oh, this is great radio. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, man. Okay. God, I hate you. All right, shall we just uh, from the top? Nah, 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 fuck it. <laughs> we'll do it live, <laughs> fuck it. Um, are we... Well, I don't know, I mean... What... I'm just going to send a few messages while you podcast. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you mean you mean a six-month hiatus and this is as, as good as we've got? Well, does it matter? Do we, do we bother to explain why we... So I left Hamilton for Auckland. Jesse left Hamilton for Wellington. Um, Correct. Both pursuing life without each other, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, unfortunately, we after six months we had to bring the show back because we got lonely. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is wide shot. Yeah, it's um, it's same as it's ever been, only now more remote and less enlivened in person with real we're reactions. Taking it, we're, we're taking it back to our roots, you know, where we're on the road using uh <laughs> we're car cast <laughs> oh yeah car cast <laughs> to, to be fair that that <laughs> arguably is still our best episode <laughs> well we used up like 10 years worth of content in three hours <laughs> it was how, how many yeah how many old ass in jokes of ours can we just fucking bullshit out on an on a drive to mattering exactly now we've got um Nothing, we're just... Not buttering. The week that was in each other. 
the week that was. Do we? I'm I'm looking at the soundboard because I honestly don't remember. We don't have a. We have a life and review sting. Should we use that? Oh, it's this one. <laughs> it cuts off. I love that. <laughs> Sounds like it's building to something epic, but it doesn't. Um, that's so. That's us. I mean, if if we had have done the podcast before I did it, I would be plugging the fact that I did a live show. How'd that go? Tell um, us about it. Yeah, um, it was interesting. I um, I got up on a stage and talked about mental illness which we've never clarified whether i actually have but hey i I gave it a go um yeah basically just talked for i don't know 12 15 minutes completely riffed off the top of my head about shit that's gone on in my life um my ex-girlfriend randomly turned up and sat in the crowd without telling me in advance that she was going to be doing that so that was awesome fantastic i got a free bottle of wine was she expecting a chapter about her i don't know chapter one my first period <laughs> she she walked up to see me after the show and then looked took one look at my face after saying some backhanded compliment and then said oh you don't look happy to see me and i said no why would you think i would <laughs> um yeah uh, and that woman barack obama <laughs> notable philadler no no was it was it philanderer not philadler One's a stamp collector. <laughs> and there's a philatelist. She's, not a she's philatelist. always been looking, looking in the back of my head, that's for sure. Hoyle. Hoyle. Tastes like glue. So salty. I've, I've run out of um, stamp-related content. You're going to have to yeah, move on. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, live, live show. I mean, I noticed um, that you plugged the podcast, obviously. Yeah. I mean, I plugged the podcast while simultaneously saying that we were trying to revive our dead podcast. <laughs> we don't use the word simultaneous when we're doing a podcast. We use the term simulcast. Ah, mm. uh, my, my mistake. It's fine. Um, I got I got mad like um, uh, uh, <laughs> booze, booze, farts going on right now. So I really hope that that's not being picked up by the mic. And if it is, just a shout out to Road Mike for being able to pick up that crystal clear shouting. <laughs> Hashtag Road Mike. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I want to start today's episode seven minutes in. I want to start today's episode with a um, my pants. with a with a plug for my new favorite sandwich shop. Okay, it's Tell called Pastrami on Ryan Ellerslie. On on um, on Friday afternoon, I had the um, <laughs> insert Pastrami. name of sandwich here that I've forgotten. It was good. I, I'm going to slowly work my way through their whole menu, and I'm going to keep plugging them as though we're paid by them, even though we're not. Yeah, work your way through their menu until you get to a point where you can just ask for something off menu, Ooh. and then wink at them yeah. and see what happens. Yeah. That's no. for, for those at home not seeing the visual, which no one can. That's me winking. <laughs> despite our remote. Um, situation right now I still have to look at that more so now because we actually have to face each other yeah we, we have to stare dead eye to eye as opposed to both looking at a wall sitting side by side like we used to record also yeah. there's a distinct lack of corona in this recording yeah and we've um, we're struggling without the recirculated air yeah yeah 
the 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 lack of air conditioning is making my nose surprisingly less blocked than normal. But that's who you are. So to be fair, though, I've got my um, I've got lost. my wide shut wall um, poster thingy sitting behind my computer right now. So arguably, I am still in what is known as wide shut studios. Yeah, and I had the plan to actually have it up behind me here, but. Uh... So that I could see it, what what, <laughs> what value does that achieve? I want you to look at it, believe it, believe it. It's behind the there. perfect opportunity there for a sting, but you missed it. Um, hang on, he's got. What does this one do? Oh shit! <laughs> Not what it's going for. <laughs> Hey, um, I just want our, our listenership out there to uh, understand that every time a sting happens tonight, it's Logan timing it perfectly with a, with a very quiet shot. <laughs> no, they're more like those awkward popping farts where you're like, yeah, that sounded liquidy. <laughs> oh, I, man, I also had sales pizza last night. And gained another third. <laughs> mm. Shit. <laughs> Yeah, get it? Shit. Um, I mean, we would normally start this podcast off discussing what we had seen recently. Yeah, there isn't much of a movie scene in Wellington, I've got to say. (laughs) (laughs) I moved down here that's a week. That's the dry side touch satire we expect from Jesse. Um, How good was Venom though, right? I never watched it. You are the only person I go to the movies with. Now that you don't live in the same place as me, I've basically stopped going to the movies. I'll be honest with you, Venom is like the second movie I've seen since I moved down here at the movies. I've seen two, and um, one was an awkward attempt with my ex-girlfriend to try and be friends and do something together. The other one was a free ticket as part of a promotion by um, through work. So both situations, you didn't really want to go, so they don't count. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I'm glad it wasn't just me that's just completely abandoned going to the movies. <laughs> I mean, one, it's more expensive, and two, yeah. it's. I gotta drive and, like, park and. fucking shit. Yeah. And here's the point of the episode where Logan really sells that he's living in Auckland right now. He talks about <laughs> traffic. I mean. I have, um, I have... Welcome back to Traffic Cast. <laughs> yeah. Just... Fuck, that seems like a premise. Has anyone recorded a podcast where it's just them recording themselves talking on the way to work? Sounds awful, I like it. Um, I, I feel like Mark Maron would be involved. So. <laughs> I'm Mark Maron. Yeah. Yes, Mark Maron. All you, all you do is do a less low, slightly less nasal Ray Romano, and you're Mark Maron. And also a heavy undertone of hating women. Even glow. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, nobody's explicitly said that. I'm just putting that out there. <laughs> like, what, what podcast? Oh, I think it's the podcast Mean Boys jokes about. Um, they, they imply that Steven Spielberg touches kids. And the the only reason they do it is because they really want to one day find out that it's true, and then they can say they were the first to prove it. 
Right, so they want to be the Hannibal Barris of the Steven Spielberg affair. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, see, I, the the audience at home won't hear the um, production magic that just occurred there where you actually dropped off the call or something happened. And so what I did on, was I hit pause. Let's just wind that back a little bit. No, no. You dropped off the call. <laughs> Fuck you. No, see, see you dropped off the call. You dropped off the call. And then what I did was I retold you the same joke you missed and then hit unpause right when you started laughing and gave your rebuttal thereby making oh, right. it seem like nothing bad ever happened Perfect. so what i did during that time was um take a screenshot of your face at the moment where it gave out and i'm gonna make it my wallpaper i do not appreciate that <laughs> i'm gonna take that as the compliment that it is not accurate i've got nothing to add that, that um, was like three quarters of a second before you replied to that. I like that you're giving us like the satellite feed treatment. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, okay, so we don't watch movies anymore, so we're going to strike that off of the... Uh, yeah, but we, we have been watching Netflix. Platform. Oh, yeah. Um, what do you think of Hill House? I liked it. I liked um, it. I mean, it is it is just a piecemeal of Stephen King plot lines and elements glued together in a slightly different way based on a book that he did not write. Yeah, and it just takes all the tropes of a, oh, it's not the house that's haunted, it's the people. But no, wait, it is the house. Whoa. Also, they yeah. never adequately explain what's going on other than the house is evil. Yeah, and that's only really serviceable in a thing like the conjuring where they just explain it just is um so. yeah well, I, I, like, I liked the format of it it was yeah really cool to watch um character by character for each episode yeah and it was it was really well acted throughout like only the um only bit rate tim robbins the dad you didn't like him remi- no he was fine it's just uh, every time he showed up he was just mopey why was the I don't get and this is actually a fucking gripe that I started when I watched a trailer for he looks nothing like the young version of his character no but they for whatever reason put contact lenses in the young version of him to try and match the eye colour because the adult Mm. version has extremely pale eyes Mm. what but but then that means you end up with what happened in that where you have a character who spends shitloads more time on screen, the younger version of the father, staring mm. directly into the camera with dead robot eyes. And it, oh, it's, yeah, I didn't mean, it's yeah. fucking useless. It's like, um, speaking of Whitey Bulger, who was recently murdered in prison. <laughs> he did quite well to last, what, like... He was 89, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, he... Um, but he... Um, the reason I brought that up doesn't. was Johnny Depp in Black Mass spends that entire movie with some ridiculous contacts and make him look like a vampire the entire time. Yeah, because he, he doubles it with that stupid hairline that makes him look like Gary Oldman. Yeah, in, which, why uh, get somebody that young Dracula. to play... Some, well, he's not that young, but somebody that youthful looking to play someone that old. Yeah, I mean, if they cast him now... It would work because Johnny Depp has just gone full alcoholic. He's gone haggard, eh? Yeah. And it just really fell off a cliff. Um, His face, yeah. Yeah. 
That was what? <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> That's some shitty shock jock radio right there. Um, I just because there's have you seen there's a like a screen test trailer for Witcher? Yeah, um, with um. He just like stares at the camera and then drinks a potion and then that's it. <laughs> I mean, look goofy as fuck. But he's yeah, he's got contacts in. Mm. Just, just surely you can CGI edit the color of people's irises as opposed to using fucking contact Contacted lenses. To act through them, eh? Yeah. Yeah, because mm-hmm. you you can't have characters in films have permanently one size eyes and, and and then flat fucking irises that don't reflect light the same way real ones do mm-hmm. it, it makes them look like shit it deadens and woodens up the performance and your eyes have nothing to glom onto so you don't look it doesn't look like you're looking at a person no and it's meant to draw attention to the eyes but the last thing you want to do is look at them because they don't look quite right yeah and also they've they they've given him the white hair, but they don't seem to have done much of anything with his skin. Yeah, he's he's just a young, handsome, yeah, Superman boy in his thirties. Because was Geralt like fifty? Well, yeah, he's got like the face of a fifty-year-old. Um, he's scarred up to the days, though. So, but he's he's older than that, though, isn't he? Yeah, but he um he's uh. I mean, I assume they're not just retelling the plot of Witcher 3 verbatim as opposed to... No, they're taking more from the book, I think, because Ciri's going to be a child. Oh, okay. So possibly, like, between one, Witcher 1 and Witcher 2 kind of era. All right. Get more up on the mic. You look like you're not coming through far enough. Oh, dang. How's that? A little bit better, but muffled, but well, we'll Turn see in post how good this one's looking. Yeah, the, the level you were hitting just before was better. Better? Okay. Um, what else have I watched? I just looked up from my screen and I thought your face had frozen in the exact same way it had before. Then I realized I was looking at the screenshot from earlier. <laughs> I was going to say, it's probably still live video. I just really haven't moved my head this entire conversation. Um, did you watch that Adam Sandler special? Yeah, it was really funny. I didn't expect it. Like... it wh- well, he clearly never forgot how to be funny. No. Um, so what does that say about all the shit he's done up till now? It said that probably for everything that he pitched that no one was interested in, Andy Sandberg did the same thing and people enjoyed it. All of those jokes could have just been told by Andy Sandberg as well. Which just shows how much of a millennial version of Adam Sandler he is. That's, um, that's pretty true, really. But yeah, it was really fucking funny. It only took, what, like four out of his six-picture deal with Netflix to do something good. Was that part of the deal, or was that just him saying he wanted to do a special? I think it was part of the deal, because when they first announced it, they said something about there being a comedy special. Oh, okay. But, because, well, I mean, it's it's widely established, and there's a lot of critics sort of suggest that most of his Netflix movies are just ways for him to go on family holidays with all his friends at the same time. Yeah, it's been that way since uh, Grown Ups or Fifty First Dates. Yeah. Yeah. And and. Well, he got a taste for it on Fifty First Dates and realised, ah, oh, I can actually spend my time in Hawaii with every movie. Yeah, and it's 
but the thing that always comes back to me is it's everyone's fault for hating funny people people hated funny people because of Judd Apatow not because of Adam Sandler really why what what was that oh just people were expecting it to be a different movie yeah but but everyone thought it was a comedy because it was of how it was marketed which it is it's just not a mainstream comedy yeah it's well yeah it's i suppose that's mostly what chad apatow does right it's just weird meta versions of his own comedy yeah life and it was the first time in a long time that adam sandler had played a character that wasn't just a mildly mentally disabled dude that shouts (laughs) but boy was there a lot of that in the netflix special yeah is, is anyone calling those out as problematic that there's all those shots of him just like going palsy as walking down streets <laughs> i mean i feel like there should be fallout from that even though i don't think there's anything wrong with it i just think it's odd <laughs> but it, it, it's out of time i think it's weird yeah and but, but it's it whoever the director was just be like oh just give us that classic sandler stuff you know do do that shit that there's there's no there's no way we can get away with anymore Mm. oh yeah apparently this um hard drive can record for another 300 hours hooray so that's what three episodes christ we barely have one in us right now (laughs) um anything else you watched any big tentpole Um, shit come out recently even just straight oh have you have you watched Castlevania season two yet? Yes. Like it's, it? It's pretty great. It's pretty good, yeah. I did not like Peter Stormier. He's not a good voice actor. I, I liked his character. Yeah, yeah. But every time he spoke, it was just like, oh. Yeah, and that's... And I heard some douchey LA person on a podcast call him Peter Stormare. It's <laughs> like, ah, uh, no. No, he's not Italian. <laughs> Mr. Stormare. I mean, he looks like a greasy Italian. Who... <laughs> he looks like a, a a thing in human form. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna Google him right now and just just to look at his face. I yeah. I have I ever said that I saw him in a um in a zoo in Sweden, <laughs> like in a human zoo. No, no, no. He wasn't an exhibit. <laughs> he was just there with his Get wife and his it. kid. He is Swedish, I'm pretty confident. Yeah, but was he um, just being a normal human? Or was yeah, he yeah, no. Because he, just he I, if, animals if, until they gave up. I could be completely wrong and it may not have been him, but I'm pretty sure it was him and he's got an Asian wife and he was pushing a pram. I mean... I mean, you I'm have Google just... right now, so feel free to prove me wrong, but don't. I'm, I know, I'm looking it up, but I'm still quite pleased about the idea that you saw somebody that looks so strikingly similar to Peter Stormare. <laughs> Maybe it's a it's like a genetic subset of the Swedish people. <laughs> the Stomari. Oh, the Stomari gene. Stomari. It's a bit the Stomari. I like Obama used to make. Are there any... Uh... You're right, yeah, she is... Uh... Well, no, there's no pictures of her. What's her name? Karen. <laughs> well, that, but his, I mean, but that's a white fucking t- name, but... But his, his kid is called Toshimi. Yeah. So I have to assume that... Uh, no, wait, sorry, that's his second spouse. You know, I was looking at his first wife called Karen. <laughs> second wife is called Toshimi. Yeah, nobody stays married to Karen. 
especially when there's a Tashimi on the board. Wait, did you mix up his kid with his second wife? <laughs> Maybe. Ooh. Yeah, you totally saw him. I'm gonna. Are you, are you sending me? Yeah, I'm sending you high quality still, Maddie. High, high speed, low drag. Um. Did you? I told you to. Did you ever watch Devil Man Cry Baby? Um. No, it's Netflix again. Yeah, if like, yeah, yeah. No, that's yeah. It's not like that, uh, Jaden Smith. No, 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 no. Thing. Okay. Uh, yeah, that thing. Yeah. Well, so why I've shot that show where we just think about shows that we haven't watched and go, oh, it's yeah. quite like that. As be like, and you go, oh, you should watch that. And you go, oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> no, the show. Yeah, it's um. So imagine, it's it's got. If you thought Castlevania is an adult show, this show is like a hard R. Uh, well, yeah, the main picture of it is somebody. But the the first sort of sort of first like 20 minutes of the first episode are just um i think like he has a so you you take a stimulant that puts a demon inside you and you only survive if you have a strong enough character of will to suppress the demon so okay. it's, it's it's fairly standard anime fear in that regard like claymore and shit like that but yeah. um but the way you describe it sounds like a Rob Zombie album. So. Yeah, kind of. Um, but his, his best friend is like this crazy, egomaniacal, super ultra-rich kid that is kind of shrouded in confusion. But um, the his friend straight up doses him with with the, the demon thing and then he just goes into a rage and they're at this nightclub and all the people start transforming into demons and like eating other people and it's just like a sex violence orgy like full on uh, you know, characters get raped throughout the show on screen okay so it's um it's hard ah shit <laughs> yeah 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 but it it actually like the it's, it's it goes a completely different direction to what you thought it would yeah okay. it starts getting into like um what's the 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 plot line where they they cast satan as an anti-hero and is that paradise uh, lost yeah it is. yeah yeah, yeah. so it's it's mm. it's kind of like a um like a neo-punk anime paradise lost retelling but like like the comeback post to the end of the that's a i didn't expect to like it as much as i did because hmm. yeah but there you go it's vicious it's violent it's been described as the grossest show on tv well i said that or somebody else said that 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 has been praised for its visual tones and use of humor. Yeah, because it's it's got a really weirdly like slapdash kind of art style. 
Like it almost, some of it almost looks like freehand flash animation stuff. Right. Okay. Um, are you playing Red Dead? Uh, no, because I don't have my PlayStation. What? I know. Why do you not? And, uh, it's in Hamilton still. Did you live with your brother? I did. Yeah. Die. Uh, because I thought, oh, every game that I'm going to have to play on PlayStation that I want to play. I can just play the Flatmates PlayStation here. Yeah. Which I've been doing for Spider-Man, which is great. Uh, but no, I haven't been able to play Red Dead. Oh. And it's amazing that it's not on PC, and it's probably not going to be on PC. No. It's, if it does, it'll do it like a year and a bit later, like yeah. like GTA Five did. Yeah, but now it seems a little bit different because Rockstar really don't seem to like modders. Yeah, and I also suspect that there will be a special edition version of this game for the next consoles, so the PC version would probably wait until then. True. Which is, again, what happened with GTA V. GTA V is seven years old. The longevity of that game is... It still sits in the top ten of like most played on every console and platform, I think. They're not doing anything... um, they're just modding their own game essentially yeah and the the content they're putting in it at this point is just like how batshit insane can we they don't care anymore it's like completely destroyed any balance that that game had at any point yeah but um but they did it on their terms yeah so and it's all still full of cash movie references <laughs> that's that not very cash money who's seen that that dinosaur it was yeah like, you've yeah. sent it to me yeah, yeah. a couple of times on different occasions I think. We, it's, it's just I don't know where it came from but it's so universally applicable oh, I still use it I use it at work nice um, Red Dead is probably the best video game story I've ever and, and not not because it's the most exciting because it's really not it is a extremely slow paced extremely thought out sentimental methodical story that never Mm. makes any effort to um like if you like this type of speed you'll love it but if you don't you will be instantly turned off by it i think you'll just go straight to playing online yeah which doesn't exist yet so they've released it without it and the the systems are tied in there but i think it'll be like a um uh because GTA Online didn't come out for like four or five months after GTA Five was released, True. so I, I assume it's something similar. That. Part of it to give it space so that people actually play the plot and don't just bypass it, and partly to um, just because it's probably not even finished yet. Yeah, but I mean the most for the most part, it's to make sure that they can make their money back first. Yeah, well, it's already on the merit of the young game of the story itself. I'm pretty like, sure it's already. I don't think it's overtaken GTA Five, but it has become in the top like entertainment products ever. Already, yes. Down. Like opening weekend. Fuck. That's just what happens when Rockstar releases anything, really. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's you're not titles. Sorry. Are they working on anything original? Like any standalone? original concepts that you're aware of um the 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 most two most 
out there games that they were working on was one called Horror of the Orient, which got shit canned, I think, four or five years ago. And the other one was a game that they were making directly for Sony, which was a game called Agent, which I believe is also shit canned. So I don't know. They they technically, I think, still owe Sony a um, first a party, uh, uh, sorry, not first party, uh, a third party exclusive release. But yeah. I don't know where that deal went to. Um, but, so, because you, you played Red Dead Redemption 2, 1, right? Yeah, all the way, yeah. Yeah. Because you know the like heyday of the gang that they were always talking about being in? Yeah, yeah. They're going back to that. Yes, yeah, so this is the final, this is the, the days leading up, I assume, until that gang collapses. Right. Okay. So they're basically they're they're trying desperately to go out west and find themselves some open ground where they can like build themselves a farm or something and just live off the land and forget about civilization. Mm-hmm. But um, more and more civilization is cracking down on gangs like them. Even and though they, at the end of the day, don't want to be a gang as much as they do, just want to live off the grid. Yeah, they they to call them a gang is really, I think underselling what they are they're more like gypsies okay so they they basically you have like a traveler's camp which so far in my playing the game has moved twice you you start the game in like a wagon caravan on the move Hmm. um it, it it becomes your like default base where you can upgrade shit and stuff like that but also there's all the other members of the gang, a few hangers on, and like a pretty much a, a, almost one woman to every dude, but they're, they're not in couples. They're mostly, I think, sort of one's Dutch's partner, one's John Marston's wife from the other mm. game, um, and the rest are all just prostitutes, I think. Hooray. Yeah, but pretty much they set up hide in the woods near a town, they um, do whatever crimes they can in the town until they outstay their welcome and then they wander on. Oh, yeah. so actually more like gypsies rather than yeah. people trying to take yeah. over the town. But and... they, they hide their location because they're also on the run from the US government. Yeah, and frankly, if they didn't hide their location, then the local sheriff of each town would just find them and kick them out straight away. Yeah. Yeah, and like um, the town I'm up to now, which is basically like a texan town um there you've you've actually ingratiated yourself enough into the local law that you're deputized <laughs> so you're doing missions with the local cops and stuff um but it's done what no other grand theft auto type game has done which is you've got your initial loading screen but then everything from there is completely um like all all conversations between characters are spoken word in game mm. um you have sort of positive or negative dialogue options which sort of pop up when you visually lock onto a character um you start a mission just mission starts there's no fade into it there's no loading screen there's no mission title card um quest begins go yeah it's you can play it in full first person as well and it's like it it feels more like witcher 3 and skyrim than it does grand theft auto sounds like you're describing how witcher deals with quests it's it's extremely similar to witcher 
mm. but um, less it, 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 there's less menus and stuff in it. It's a lot more. They try to incorporate most of it into the real world. Um, there's a bit that some people are whinging about, which is that it's an extremely manual game. So, um, in what way, like having to make things, or it 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 will force you to sit through things as they happen. So, like, you know, if you want to go from A to B, you basically just got to ride your horse there. There is some fast travel elements, but they're not um, they're not as simplistic or easy as they would be in a lot of other games. If you want to cook food, he actually like stabs food onto his knife and holds his knife over the fire, and it takes a period of time for that food to cook. Um, yeah, everything just has its own little wait time to it, and even by default, walks quite slowly. Yeah, it sounds like they're doubling down on what they could have done with GTA, which is let people waste not waste their time, but spend their time. Yeah, it's you by forcing you to be a bit slower you are also forced to experience the world at a, at the world's pace mm. which which um makes it a lot feel a lot more lively more alive in a more realistic world than they've ever sort of put together before yeah i mean the only time that's going to become frustrating is if you die and have to repeat something that's the only time people yeah which in my experience sure. of the maybe 3 or 4 times i've died cuz pretty forgiving um you don't you never lose that much progress if you die mm. um and you never did the grand theft auto anyway it was just nah well and if old grand theft auto was you then. die you start the mission again but yeah, yeah. um this isn't like that um until well, you get to the better guns die, in the game all the guns are like double action so two shots and then you've got to reload no so you pull the trigger and then you pull the trigger a second time to key up the next bullet ah right okay so like an actual revolver where you've got to yeah you got to click back the hammer before you pull the trigger cool it's it's not all like that because later on you get more sort of more modern weapons but Mm -hmm. it's all just yeah it gives you that sense of the slow western pace as opposed to and well, it makes you a little bit more, well, not invulnerable, but if everyone in the game is playing to those odds. Then... Yeah. Well, you can do what you couldn't do on um, Grand Theft Auto, which is you can, to a certain extent, walk straight at enemies as opposed to hiding in cover and just like mm. pot shot as you walk forwards. Yeah, whereas in a game with automatic weapons, you can't do that because you just get mowed down and it's... Get sprayed, yeah. Yeah. Um, um, the, they've added a whole bunch of RPG elements so like you build stamina and you get more health and you can gain and lose weight to a certain extent that's quite cool um, if you don't eat or sleep you'll be noticeably like shittier and slower and everything um, but the the real thing I keep noticing is the main character Arthur Morgan is one of the most well visually acted faces and reactions in almost anything I've ever seen. Okay. So, so the... he he he's the second in command to Dutch. He's the most reliable. Mm. But he's also the one that simultaneously knows the limitations of Dutch as a leader. 
he knows that what they're doing isn't going to succeed long term Mm. but he's too duty and honor bound to do anything about it so he's he's constantly in this you can see the like internal struggle in his face but that struggle is portrayed with such a low-key um like western main character face yeah yeah. the information's there but it's not you know he's not overacting it's all Mm. subtle as all hell he's not going all full trevor yeah Uh, um but yeah i suppose that's what seven years since grand theft auto came out and everyone was blown away by the acting yeah and and the visual cues it's it's still got what all rockstar games have always had which is um random like side characters that over exaggerate their body movements yeah yeah Yeah, there's always like idiots will waddle when they walk and like flap their arms when they talk and stupid shit like that like same shit they've done since grand theft auto 3 yeah and that, that comes down to i think they're um only bothering to motion capture proper performances in the main cast yeah every so often you'll see arthur talk to somebody and you'll think shit arthur's face has so much more detail and nuance to it than that person he's talking to right now but generally it doesn't hit you quite so hard with that um you'll you'll the the horse you ride will become your like genuine real companion companion that you like think and care about there is nothing more terrifying and just rolling off a cliff with the horse i've never gone off a cliff but if you're going fast and you so most of the time the horse will dodge obstacles on its own sure because you know a horse that's paying attention won't run into things unless you force it to Uh, but if you go say suddenly change direction and you smack into a rock Mm. the horse's legs will bunch up its head will tuck down its ass will go clean over its head and it'll just like pile crumple onto the ground and sort of scream you get thrown like three or four meters in front of it and do a horrible crunch tumble thing as well and it it looks awful and just that you you just feel terrible for what you've done to that horse but like um you can rob any random civilian you can rob stagecoaches you can rob trains you can rob buildings houses um i've only started to encounter a few locations that you actually can't physically enter but mm. even some that i've seen you can't physically enter you can see npcs and an interiors in them not oh, all right. of them the, but so i yeah. think i think there are some places you genuinely can't enter which seems kind of odd considering the you know this isn't this isn't uh los santos this isn't a huge map where they wouldn't have time to completely map every interior and make everything robbable Mm. um and i forget the name of the city i think it's san martin whenever i see things like that it has new orleans in it oh yeah oh right okay so it's that end of the map yeah so you Um, um it's it's as i understand it it's like parts of i think texas and then yeah moves into new orleans and south is it apparently still has mexico at the bottom of it but i haven't gone down there yet yeah Um, but they chucked in every random thing that you'd expect in this type of game you can fish you can hunt he very realistically hacks the skin off an animal after you kill it and then like leaves a 
sort of a flayed corpse on the ground. Yeah. Um, well, they did that um, to some degree in the old one. Yeah, so but what it always light. did was point the camera at John so that they didn't yeah. have to render the creature and then just have his face and the blood spraying at him be the, like... And then just the... <laughs> and he always go, oh, that's nasty or something like that. Mm. Um, John's still in this one. He's a lot younger and his son's there too. He's a lot younger. Mm. Um, John and Arthur don't really get along because um arthur doesn't trust john because he left the gang for like a year and he left his wife and his son with the gang while he went away oh right um they don't re- i oh, i don't know he what like, he did he left the gang to go make a family and then came nah no nah, he, he had the family and he ditched them for whatever reason oh. um but that i think that's also meant to be a foreshadowing of the fact that eventually john runs away again true yeah that he's got a habit of doing stuff yeah. like that and the the um government comes after you the same way they come after john and the other one and tries to force you to take out the rest of the gang but mm. you just refuse and play dumb hmm. um it it's it comes inbuilt with that gta online like gun customization and clothing options and you can choose your saddle for your horse and um, you can upgrade parts of your camp to like have sort of a better resource throughput. You can choose your spurs. Yes, yes, you can. Very good. <laughs> I got spurs that jingle, jangle, jingle, 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 jingle. While I go riding merrily along. Um, yeah, it's... Like it, it is the perfect speed of game for me because I'm I've got sort of a grumpy old man mentality when it comes to games, and I really just want to play things that go my speed that I can sort of relax to and occasionally fall asleep. <laughs> just want to sit on my porch. Yeah, I I, I don't know what the online version of this is going to look like. It'll seem hectic in the first couple of months when yeah. people go nuts over it. But, I, you know, the I can understand if they sort of bring a, like, you manage your own gang with your friends. You The, the camp becomes a camp that you and your friends sit at. Mm. You rob trains together. You rob banks together. But, the you know, the, the, you can only ever have five horses of different colors and speeds and gear you put on them if you want to. You can only have as many guns as he can carry. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know what what they'll do to it as far as making it as sort of enduring a game as the previous one was. I, I suspect that it actually won't try to necessarily. It will just do what it needs to do for the immediate Online experience for yeah. for the for the for the Red Dead public. It will probably keep them happy, but I think the GTA kids will probably see what they see and then end up going back to gta mm. if anything they'll just see it as like oh cool i redid really mod for my grand theft auto experience yeah well, do, do do my money's transfer over yeah i mean I drive the, my cars and red dead? with the resources they've got they could do some interesting mashups like imagine if you took los santos covered it in sand mm. and then made it like a post-apocalyptic cowboy game Oh shit, that does sound fun. Yeah, or um, I mean, that's what I want Rockstar to do. Is yeah, I mean, and, and Matt, past, I can always see the trailer, and it just comes out like with California Love on it. 
because mm. that music video had them like dancing in a mad max style environment which they even um, put a bunch of mad max vehicles in that game so that uh, why they never ended up doing like a an actual mad max game. yeah and they they already um, cover the map in snow over christmas so why not like just turn the snow brown and do like a sand map <laughs> This is Logan Jobin saying, turn that sand. Turn, turn that, that sand brown. brown. <laughs> Don't stop at yellow. Go all the way to brown. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, yeah, the, I want Rockstar to do those three things in terms of you got your you got your Red Dead in the past. Yep. You got your Grand Theft Auto in the present. Give us a post-apocalyptic wasteland. Would that, have you seen all the trailers and stuff for Beyond Good and Evil 2? no i haven't so basically what they are doing i don't know how well they're doing it it looks good um it's pretty much a fifth element video game with a with a gta type format to it yeah so you can like your home base is a spaceship you go to different planets in like the solar system you run from cops spaceships fight each other but while you're on a planet you can also just drive around on like flying cars there's animal people and people people side by side for whatever reason yeah i saw the monkey man there yeah it's it's been in bloody development forever i don't i don't know what where it's at nowadays i mean what was beyond good and evil one like um it's it's like a PS2 game where you yeah, are a... A you, long time since that. Yeah. Well, if you if you look back, they tried to make a Beyond Good and Evil 2 for PS3 and it didn't pan out. So I think they just um, pushed back their finish date and just kept plowing forwards on into the future. Sure. Um, but Beyond Good and Evil 1, you're a... A woman that I think she works for like a resistance group, but all you're armed with is a camera and like a wrench or something. Oh, yeah, I do. And you just break into government facilities and get photographic evidence of the illegal shit they're doing. Mm -hmm. It was very um, rudimentary compared to what they seem to be trying to tackle with this new one. Yeah, which I can more than respect. Like, it's, it's awesome to start with a like a basic premise yeah and then when you go beyond that there's there's absolutely no reason why a game and its sequel need to be the same genre of game oh god no that's um that's how you get stuck with the same game over and over again people want everything from the last one but not have you ever played a modern assassin's creed game i've tried yeah fucking boring exactly and the what I can never get over is the horrific input lag. Mm. Everything's so like you, you you're three quarters of a second behind what your character's doing to what you're touching on the controller, and that's specifically because they just never built good enough technology to actually make the game work and animate your character at speed. Especially when your character's meant to be about agility and speed yeah. and being able to move, maneuver in and, different directions. At, yeah, and like early PS3 era with Assassin's Creed 1, it was like, fine, yeah, this is like something we don't really know how to do yet. But these days, it's like, no, too many games have done way better. 
And well, when you compare well, it to, to play Metal Gear Solid Five and then play a, uh, yeah, Assassin's exactly. Creed game, you just okay. like puke all over yourself from sheer anger at the <laughs> shitty frame rate and the shitty response time and the crappy everything. But like, there's no excuse for it because like, yeah, not only have games done what they've done better now, they seem to have completely abandoned the abel- the the, um, the element of what they built in the original ones, which was stealth and jumping. Yeah, and they they and call everything. them Assassin's Creed, but they're just open world historical games now. Exactly, which worked with Black Sails, but um, Black Flag, yeah, Black, Black Flag, Flag was yeah. a great game. But, but, when they, but uh, the, even that one Egypt at least one was still, awful. yeah, that's that's the one I've got on my Xbox, and I'm maybe two and a half hours in, I'm just like, I don't think I'll ever play that again. This is no, yeah, it was what you just said. It was so fucking slow. I wasn't. And do you remember how the story opens? Thing. Story yeah, no. opens mid you killing a guy, and then he like says that the like ramifications of you killing him will like cause horrific shit to whatever. And he still dies, and you don't know who he was, what he was talking about. You don't know that the person that just killed him was the main character who you're playing as. Mm. It, I, I don't know who wrote that, but that is fucking awful. No. They, it's they, it's they've a, abandoned the the actual historical elements of it. It's, I I think like, I think all Assassin's Creed games still are using actual people from history for the most part, even if the maybe the main characters aren't. But the people you're killing were all still real people, I think. Yeah, but at least in the, um, you know, the, the first couple they did their own thing and it was purely historical. There was they played with the um, realism of like Da Vinci's machines and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and the, the third one, they didn't try to say that, oh, no, the uh, the American Indian gods, they're real. They yeah. Real? Yeah, um, now they, at some point, they just like, we're like, nah, nah, fuck it, we're just doing whatever we want. Because it, and you're not even getting into a animus anymore. They're implying you're in one. Because if you die, yeah, it says desync. Yeah. And you, and you yeah, when you're in the loading but... screen, you're like sprinting around in space. But is, is it, I don't know what it has to do with the plot line of that series anymore. Also, fuck me for being weird, but I actually liked the idea of all the gods from history being aliens and they were actually, without you knowing what you were doing, you were actually looking through history for the location of that apple of eden or whatever it's called hmm. so that you could stop the apocalypse yeah i i like the third one for that fact no one seemed to like the third one but i'm like no yeah and and then after the third one then they colonial american ufo abduction stories those are amazing oh wait was that assassin's creed 3 the american civil war one yeah ah okay um no it was four wasn't it three was okay. black flag no, the... Yeah, when Assassin's Creed, Assassin's Creed 2, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood uh, 2, Assassin's Creed 3, Black Flag, 4 may have had a subtitle, but I think it was just 4. And then 5 was Unity, which was the French Civil War one. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the Brotherhood ones. And now I think there was another Black Flag game, because fuck, why not? 
Which um, apparently yeah, they just put a snow French Revolution. They just put snow over top of the map and made you a snow. different pirate. Mm. Um Yeah. But the pretty much once Brotherhood happened and then they did Brotherhood two then you were like, oh, okay, no, they've they've abandoned the meta plot. It is just just games now. Just pure nonsense. But yeah. all all games news media I could find seemed to disagree with me about the God story being cool. Yeah, and then they go like balls deep into just literal gods. Yeah. And we, do you know what the latest one's done? Is that Odyssey? Yeah, the 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 Spartan one. No. So you um you will through the story get up to like level 30 mm. and then to get to the end of the story and do the final parts of it you got to be like level 50. And it basically just forces you to do about 20 30 hours of random grinding, grinding. on side missions. Fuck. Because Ubisoft will sell you um like XP yeah, two yeah. times XP thingies so you can uh they basically try and bore you into paying extra money to not have mm. to play more of the game so you can finish the story well um i mean a couple of days ago i was just hu- humoring the idea of looking at different game companies and things online yeah the i found a job listing with ubisoft and yeah. it was just like a game developer role or a designer or something but in the job description at least four times they use the word frugal <laughs> when developing a triple a platform was that frugal in terms of like like system resource management or in terms of actual in term, money expenditure in terms of actual expenditure to make stuff happen the fuck I, know. I remember back in the day when microtransactions were becoming a thing and all the job listings in the games industry had um like monetization and mm. um like downloadable content management and structuring like as they were things they wanted you to have ideas about to get the job yeah fucked up that there was supposed to be i remember we all sort of stipulated in like 2014 or something that microtransactions could never enter into the single player stories of games and then Mm. we all kind of forgot because big media outlets like ign will still give anything made by activision ubisoft or ea a fucking eight out of ten or minimum yeah i think the days of um being able to play through one story mode cleanly without the expectation of purchasing something additional just to make your life a little bit easier is gone yeah so it's just games being fun experiences that are all complete in box when you get it yeah exactly the only time that i'd support it is if in the likes of red dead if uh, if the game's obviously that slower pace people want to speed through things it won't give them any sort of boost in any sort of way but if they want to fast travel or speed up getting from a to b you can pay for that privilege well you you can you can actually fast travel in that game you just gotta um invest in your base to unlock it right okay um but it's it's like a it's a sort of fast travel Mm. it's not like it doesn't give you everything it's kind of like it'll send you from your base outwards but it won't then send you to other places 
No, just like push you in a certain direction. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, but even Red Dead has like uh, bank robberies and stuff that are only available to you if you pre-ordered it from the right outlet. Oh, really? Yeah. Which yeah, I assume well. will be like $2 things that you can buy from the store individually. We can buy from like your your respective console store probably yeah. like a year from now. I because I pre-ordered it from Mighty Ape. I got like some random free add-on shit, but it was just like clothes, I think. Mm. Oh, oh well. Uh, do we have? Or where are they now? And are they hot person? Oh well, I think we looked up Peter Stormati before. Um, we don't know what he looked like young. Oh, okay, are we doing a doing a, what were they like and were they hot? Wow, that cuts off sharper than I remember it. Yeah. Um, Uh, Didn't I mention one in our Facebook chat ages ago? That we had to actually save and not look up until we... Wow. I'm not about to look through the chat history to find it. Yeah. We, We spout too much nonsense to each other. Um, um, he looks like I don't know. It could be like an art teacher or somebody fresh out of parole, like fresh on parole. What are you talking about? Young Peter Stormeri, headshots. He he looks like um, like an un. Does he look like he? Does he vaguely look Gary Busey-ish? Yeah, he looks like a young guy from 1970s New York, kind of like that. Yeah, guy. yeah. Or um, that one picture, who does he look like? Fuck, I don't know. This isn't conducive to... <laughs> <laughs> um, not a young picture, like... like early 90s yeah yeah so like back slightly blonde weird sort of grin and he just kind of looks like um the Fargo one I think it's the Fargo one he just kind of looks like somebody that cast to play Ryan Gosling's older deadbeat brother <laughs> or just uh, um even though he's probably like 30 they're like Ryan Gosling when he hits like 50 yeah there's yeah. actually that's who he looks like he looks like um fucking what's macaulay culkin's brother rory culkin yeah the the one where he's like wearing the black t-shirt and he's got the long dark hair longish dark hair it's like a black and white photo oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. he looks like uh like a um angry older strung out rory culkin There you go. Um, we got to do it with a female now. Okay. As is the way. Is that how we did it? I always thought we alternated episodes. Uh, oh, we can. No, no, no. Oh, what do you think of young Tilda Swinton? Oh. It's 
speaking of, have you seen the trailer for the remake of Suspiria? Mm-hmm. Yes, I have. Have you noticed that Tilda Swinton's clearly playing that old man, but then they um, build yeah. the old man as being some actor called, like, Lutz Gertrude or something? Yeah. What? I'm happy with that decision. Is that, like, a story element because his identity is important? Because apparently that's something specific about old uh, the original Suspiria like that character's identity is important to the plot yeah it is uh, can't remember why though but I just think young Tilda Swinton and I think the beach which is not even that young it's like 18 years beach. ago but that, those first two shots she looks that's that's like it's, it's yeah, yeah you, you'd always say she was extremely interesting looking but you'd never yeah what's that looks like young kind of Sigourney Weaver style and the second one looks like young Meryl Streep kind of yeah it does look Meryl Streepish but she she looks significantly less androgynous than she does more often Mm. was probably when she was trying to get parts to be cast as an actual female hmm one thing where she didn't really have the star power to just do things however she liked yeah whereas nowadays she could pretty much play anything she wants to and as far as i can tell for her that means very oh yeah that was something we had to talk about i watched neon demon front to back and i liked it (laughs) i I don't i don't i don't i don't i i've i feel like i've betrayed myself and i've betrayed us but it's the one with Keanu Reeves and um, the Fanning kid, right? Yeah, Al Fanning. Um, and it's 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 a Nicholas Winding Refn joint. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, I still hate him, but it 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 it's a movie that is like it. it I hate to say it, but his douchiness applies perfectly because it's a movie about being wankery and fucked up in LA. Mm. I mean, I'm reading this one review, which is this exquisite nonsense from director Nicholas Winding Refn. Yeah. He's known for his excellent drive, has very little substance, yeah. if not exactly art, but it does have plenty of style and tension. Yeah, which is, you can't, because what it is essentially, like, it is as much a story about having like it is as much a shitty like i've come to hollywood i'm trying to make it type of story as much mm. as it is just if you were to portray that through the vein of like a a modeling art project yeah, so so like um, it's 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 only as substantial as any modeling art like think piece project would be because you, like just his his version of mulholland drive yeah in a lot of ways but it's um it's extremely literal there's no real there's no metaphor there's nothing untold there's nothing unseen yeah there's just if there are characters being weird and filthy it's because they're weird and filthy yeah and basically it also extremely subtly implies that most of what makes Elle Fanning's character desirable and why everyone seems to think she's got something amazing is just because she's a virgin. Oh, yeah, I do remember that part. Um, but did you, you don't know how it ends, do you? 
No, I stopped after yeah. she goes and sees Keanu Reeves in his motel. Yeah. I think it was an apartment or something. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's the landlord at her like shitty uh, that's right. motel apartment block thingy. Um the 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 two models and the makeup artist who she like sort of hangs out with but none of mm. them really like each other um they all kill her and cut her up and i don't know about the makeup artist who basically just hates her because she tried to fuck her and she wouldn't mm. uh but the two models at least definitely eat her and it cool. it, okay. it it restarts their careers because whatever they have taken on of her has like invigorated and youthened <laughs> them yeah 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 and there's a the ending is basically one of the models can't cope with what she's done and she like coughs up an eyeball and she just can't cope with what she's done the other model like helps her clean her face up and then straight up just eats the bits that came out of her mouth to, <laughs> to take more of it for yeah herself. and um her friend's just like i can't cope with this i can't do this i have to get it out and just like stabs a hole in her stomach with a piece of glass or something and sort of fails to do anything other than just kill herself and then the other girl just goes back out and even though she was just hanging out on set with her friend she gets asked to be in the show because there's something about her but he doesn't know what it is it's it's entirely face value literal but it's also hollywood bullshit so it kind of should be entirely face value literal yeah i don't I don't know whether that makes it good or whether that was ever his intention. Whether telling a story that simply and that yeah. obvious is the only way you can... Because there is no symbolism people. or anything whatsoever considering how visually high concept this yeah. is. There's, oh, a, there's a weird that. scene where she like stares at some triangles for a bit and sees her own reflection and then yeah, her own reflection that. touches her. and That is... It's, it's her coming to terms with the power she has and therefore like taking control as opposed to being a passive actor like she had until that point in the film but it's it doesn't mean anything beyond just that change in her which she's decided to do for whatever reason i mean if the story he's trying to tell is trying to be you know being that simple and that literal is the only way that you can explain that sort of story to the type of person it's directed at which is somebody who would do something like that or existing in that world trying to make themselves famous just thinking on the most yeah superficial terms yeah to whatever it is they're experiencing yeah it, it it makes perfect sense the 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 visual style and the subject matter and everything yeah. apply well to the way it's told yeah. whether and that then, makes it a good movie or not i don't know you take everything at face value the first thing yeah that somebody it's says, it's equally as superficial yeah it's equally yeah. as superficial as the story it's telling but again, whether it's good or not, I don't know. I think it'd be good if we could sit through an interview with the director without wanting to shoot ourselves, because when he talks about his own content, he doesn't treat it like that. He tries to make it seem like more important than it really is. Yeah, and he... I, I still go back to that interview where they asked him about Kojima's work in video games and all he mm. did is use it as a platform to talk about his own work and how certain things kojima does are similar to how he does things and therefore his work is he good is on the same part as kojima because they are 
yeah. about the same stuff in their own way. He applied himself as the metric that proved that Kojima was good. <laughs> With, oh, if you say if you can say nothing positive about um, Kojima's video games because his stories are nonsense, but um, you you he has he shot directs his um, his cutscenes and stuff with an extremely unique and dynamic camera style that I can't think of anyone that does anything like that. Mm. And considering his favorite director is Roland Emmerich, it's kind of amazing that he's managed to end up where he has in terms of yeah. how he builds shots and how he constructs a scene. Well, it's the same way that like Tim Burton's favorite director would be Ed Wood, or the most inspirational to him is like the voice director. Yeah. Classic Hollywood new. Um, but from that he could create. Uh, yeah, yeah that's that's fair point um well we had a sting in there because we just ran out of things to say about kojima just then slam it in we will use i heard the first half a second of that and then it all cut out well it it appeared on my end so don't worry about it um so for, for nutting it out i suppose the topic du jour if we would use that kind of shitty parlance um we would yeah we would especially after talking about riffin he just you just osmos douchiness off of that man's name yeah you squeegee it off him um he but we gotta make this 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 airplane weird thingy we're talking about last night when I was dr- when I was drunk. I was also drunk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's when we do our best writing. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, Logan's quite responsive to my uh, drunk ideas right now. Ah, oh, he must be drunk. <laughs> yeah, <Thanks>. yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's when we're um, the least shitty on the on each other's <laughs> ideas too. Uh, um, um, yeah, so. It, we must have talked about Atlas on this before. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. There's, it's bound to be. Yeah, in there somewhere. At least I can't remember because we haven't titled it. Um, haven't titled the episode, episode based on that. Yeah, exactly. Nah. Now our our titles are entirely just like weird anti-clickbait. <laughs> <laughs> and by the time I upload, even if it, I upload and edit it straight after we record, I still have completely forgotten what it is we were talking about we're talk- well, in why it got titled what it did yeah i can't separate what we just talked about with the last four episodes we talked about stuff which is ironic considering we last recorded six months ago <laughs> i don't actually uh, think it's that long i think it's more like almost five so it was a brief hiatus yeah we did some recasting yeah well it's debatable whether the um interns will ever show their faces again um so so yeah talk just give us a quick um brief on atlas atlas is the story of a bunch of people i just thought i saw movement in my bedroom that scared the shit out of me briefly you did it was just a light on a wall because the windows open and the light shine from the road shut up i don't think any of that picked up very well it's the neon demon (laughs) 
Um, Atlas is a bunch of people get on a plane. The world is ending for whatever reason. I don't remember whether I ever implied up front what was going on, but that's subject to whether I guess whether I decide that. Or whether I wrote it already, I can't remember. Um, people on a plane, the plane has a MacGuffin device that's supposed to restart the world, mm. but the device itself is a uh, Deus Ex Machina that fails, which is on purpose because it's a sort of nihilistic tale. But it it comes down to a, basically a bunch of characters, including one character who appears later on that's basically like a god analogue all kind of sit in a plane together and have to slowly reconcile the fact that they're going to die. Mm. Um, so but, it's some um, snowpiercer in space. Yeah. It's not. Well, it's, it's, it's in high high altitude. <laughs> it's, it's, it's not technically in space, but I'll let you have that one. Thank you. Um, but it, it was, in my mind, it's like a, a eight hour-long episodes of, like... Different characters? Different character focus, but it'd be more like sort of jumping between two characters in an episode, and then the next episode would be two different characters Mm. most of the time. Um, But it's, 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 yeah, sort of a human interaction story, and it's different people's ways of coping with the sort of creeping dread understanding did you would you want to construct the narrative in such a way that it wouldn't matter which order you'd watch the episodes in, or it would? The, the no, it, it, it definitely does. It's a it's it's a quite so a short form story that's been told. Um, not short form, but eight episodes kind of. I think so. Um, the the key was it's I wanted it to be something that was definitively drawn with an end point from the get go entirely written with every single element throughout the progression of the story taken into consideration like so it's you you're almost writing forwards and backwards at the same time sure. if you follow me like a little so bit like um cowboy bebop in terms of that story progression like it is quite as far as i remember from that it does when it ends it feels like it's over well, he dies at the end, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 always building towards an, an impending end, and a satisfying um, end. There, there's no, there's nothing status quo about what's going on. Mm. Something that you wouldn't necessarily want to learn more about those individual characters or learn more about that particular circumstance. But the world at large, sure, you could explore that more if you wanted to do different stories within that world. But you did. Like, the the world itself is meant to be like a i would have said sort of a silent character that you don't really it's it's always in the background like it it's it's always there but it's never an active member of the plot mm. the the environment is sort of just out of view at all times and the characters potentially could talk about it but there's no organic reason why their conversation would ever lead that way no need to so there's the information isn't hidden from you it's just not given but it's also i think irrelevant to the plot kind of like um leftovers yeah how they they never explicitly state what happened 
and if you go into that show looking for some sort of um cool world building situation it's not there because it's a You're character drama it. yeah yeah um, um i mean they proved that point in season three when they just rooted up everyone and moved them to australia the world. for some reason for no reason like it is or there is a reason yeah and then but. then the end of the show is just like oh everyone's old now whatever <laughs> whatever it's it's that yeah. show and the um second like the the final season remake thing of twin peaks that i've seen mm. the the ending um, of twin peaks makes no sense at all the starting of twin peaks makes no sense at all. yeah i know Same but but middle. but the people like you know thought they were waiting what was it 20 years and they'd get a genuine ending and all that happens is pretty much the same as the ending of invasion of the body snatches just somebody yeah. points at somebody and screams and then credits roll <laughs> but yeah um At- atlas is just kind of a building tension that that leads to a conclusion um there's a fair age range in the characters that there, there is like in my in the back of my head i always had a definitive this is what happened to the world like if if you did go below the cloud cover this is what you would see um but it was was basically just kind of like a matrix type situation where the um but there was people versus people Mm, um their their war escalated to the point where they were using things against each other that they shouldn't have that disrupted nature and fucked the planet yeah you don't need detail with that i mean we're getting closer and closer to the idea of that happening yeah you know with modern society seems like it's going in that direction anyway yeah people don't need that sort of no detail anymore and 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 it's it's irrelevant to the plot yeah it's just whoever's watching it can think what i think the world is going to become yeah that's what became of it and um the the plot the the actual events of the story cause reactions from the characters but the events themselves don't like they don't propel the story the characters do if that makes sense yeah i mean the that's it's it's these things just cause people well i suppose it's all stories you could argue but the the plot isn't something that the characters are just standing still and having hit them and just explaining it to each other as they move through yeah and around and around until the, they the thing, get picked off one by one yeah. and the the thing i always consciously thought about is i don't want any any plot device or character response to something to ever seem like that's just a response they took for the sake of me carrying the plot to where yeah, i want to go next forward. yeah um because that's, that's why it's good to focus on one or two characters at a time because yeah or you're getting the isolated reactions to things happening and yeah and um, i also um tried I mean, to make an effort to you get with yeah uh, watching leftovers yeah you'd think it was advancing the plot in some way but then a character would behave in such a way that you're like oh that's not conducive to the plot at all what are you no. doing <laughs> yeah i was like oh you do shoot dogs oh you can't remember it okay, yeah cool. it's well, though, sometimes leftovers comes over like heavy rain where it's just like what that had nothing to do with anything <laughs> that was a narrative thread that the writers put in so that maybe they'd do something with it later and then when they wrote the next episode they decided not to yeah which is it, that's why this is an enclosed plot 
yeah it's, it's written start to finish before you see the first episode so yeah. that you can guarantee that everything will follow a logical flow but it's yeah, people crave yeah. world building but it doesn't what well, do happen. people crave world building or does sort of nerd culture crave world building what well, yeah the culture behind yeah the people who get tied up in that sort of like oh it'd be really cool to see what somebody. if these two characters met in this room what would happen <laughs> or like oh imagine if uh this character shared a surname with this character from a different story by the same writer two hundred years apart what I mean, mean you say that that's do, are you aware that that's something I've done and things I've written yeah me too yeah but this is different yeah I mean I the the two stories that I've actually written the most of one happens hundreds of years after the first one and they're technically one's a sequel to the other but mm. they're completely different in terms of plot and structure and genre it's an entirely different piece but yeah um in terms of what we want to do with it logistically making this thing Mm. what have you got in mind so uh what i want to do is create a and film uh sort of quite stark cardboard miniature set in full like three-dimensional set um Mm shoot them with an iPhone with an anamorphic lens on the front of it and um, put the characters in the scenes as just like two-dimensional sketch drawings cut out and sort of placed in the scene and just um, sort of the the only real animation will be subtle gradual movements or um, say, you know, like maybe one character changes to like an open mouth and a hand gesture so you, you know they're the one giving speech at that point in time mm. so like it, it almost plays off like um fuck i can't remember there's there's some anime i remember watching where only the main character and the antagonist were actually animated. fully animated people all the all the random side characters were just cardboard cutouts it made for this like airy psychological drama uh psychological freak out aspect to it but um the 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 key for it for me i think it's just uh, um it's purely about showing the story six to what six to eight characters i mean i could bring up the document to try and work it out but i'm not going to do that because i don't think it's conducive to good radio um one, two, three, four, five, six. He's counting, folks. Yeah, I, I think there's about seven characters total. Yeah, uh, so that sort of. Most of the plot's kicked off by a suicide of one of the characters, so he's yeah. barely in anything, if I remember rightly. Because if he's dead, we don't have to animate him. Yeah, also because his death is the inciting incident to the <laughs> plot, but. <laughs> That's audience, no, I, I didn't say. Yeah, so the that, but just be happy we don't have to animate anything. Yeah, well, that that's that's part of it too. Like the 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 analogness of making these things in real space and shooting them means one, I don't have to try bothering to animate a camera inside a like a three D rendered environment, which is yeah. something five six years ago I probably had the skills with a program to do. Now I'd probably have to reteach myself and waste a shitload of time. Um, yeah. 
model building is something I've always been vaguely good at, just naturally. Um, That's something you can do with not really paying attention to much else. Yeah. You know, you can just do it. Um, and and uh, the, f- I, I just think it seems fun to like light mini sets and shit like that too. Yeah, the, the lighting is what I'm going to have the most fun with, I think. is That's what's going to be what we animate with. Yeah. And the, and the obviously lighting two dimensional characters in a three dimensional space will be, um, you know, it, it will, it, it's it's a to a certain extent the form the 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 story will have to be self aware of its own format, mm. well not the story as in the plot but as in the way it's visually told, the way it's told, yeah, because yeah. the the characters will not light the way the environment will. Um, but that's that in itself was something I was interested to see how I could play with. Yeah, we we play around with like the if we took away all the light, the way the characters would look in their two D form probably wouldn't look finished until the light is on them, and yeah. then they'd sit yeah. far and apart from their environment in terms of the depth and um, size of them and everything. So mm. that's what I've got in my head is that we. You yeah. make ninety percent of it, and then you put the light on it in the right way, and that locks it in. Yeah, so that's that's what I saw in my head too. And the um, so it, it, it also allows us to play with like key visual like, details would carry across the characters and their identity rather than anything yeah. super concretely it like to play with the shading and the, the yeah. thicker lines with certain parts of their faces and all that kind of thing. Hmm. Then you get the shadow on their face the right way, and you could even do little. Um, I was just thinking you could make them slightly 3D but that makes it a little bit tricky slightly what? just, just the way that if the light was to hit something in the right way that was actually jutting out from the face but you couldn't tell it looked 2D oh yeah so like, like you know you'd end up with like a weird three, 2D, 3D lighting on a 2D drawing mm. Yeah, I don't know. I was I was always imagining like we'd light the scene and then we'd light the characters in a way that was evocative of how the scene was lit. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. We'll have to look into like um, probably LED I mean, strips have... and shit like that and then mm. building white boxing around them to try and aim it and... Light up the actual um, the dashboard of, of, the, of the ship. Yeah. And that kind of thing. And like picturing what what it would look like. Um, they approached that first uh, Hold on, you you're coming through a bit spotty. I'll just um, kill the video and now say what you're going to say. I was going to say uh, kill your video the... too. You can try that. You got me. Yeah, that's better. Whoa. Cool. Oh, my voice went weird. So, so, what about the what? Nah, I've lost it. There we go. Well, we managed to come back after a brief confusing hiatus of some... No, 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 we just had an ad for um, Blue Apron. <laughs> All right, well, or, if you're um, going to edit that in, it'll be my rye. guest. <laughs> Pastrami on uh, rye. And Sal's Pizza... <laughs> <laughs> 
Sal's pizza and alcohol giving you beer shits all Sunday long. Oh man, the bloating of all that dough. Uh, and the yeast. cheese just fucks with my stomach to the point where I'm legitimately questioning whether I'm lactose intolerant. Right? I've done the same. I don't understand. But I swear it happens after cells. Oh, yeah, like any significant amount of cheese. <laughs> I mean, pizza. yeah, I suppose that's yeah. true. I don't know. I don't. Uh, I don't have a lot of cheese in my diet in general, unless I'm eating pizza. Yeah, same. Uh, or a nice cheese board. <laughs> you can't go. <laughs> you can't say nice cheese board after talking about the cheese shits. I think this episode was severely lacking in soundboard usage. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. What do you got? One what more. Do you, what do you got? We get one more. <laughs> Perfect timing on the rim shot. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Can you say rim shot? Uh, it's what I want to say. I don't think we're paying for the metrics to be able to um, see at what point to, there's a. Where, where people stop off. listening? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would say quickly. <laughs> Early on. <laughs> That wasn't the question. <laughs> There's one of our many unused stings. Why do we have that? We? <laughs> I was. It was a team effort. Mm. It wasn't just me. It was you, me, yeah. and Cullum, to be fair. You're the bird to my Dwyer. <laughs> the blood pouring out of the nose. Um, I mean, I think we've gotten to the point where we need to end strong. Sure, okay. So, I don't know. I feel like that time came and went. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, this um, is the natural roll-off of the episode. This has been Wide Shut. I'm your You've host, your Jesse. Host He's your host, Logan. I'm your host, Jesse. He's your host, Logan. Um... I think we need to uh, we need to do a new like uh, banner banner picture one of two like stylized drawings of us. Pick. Okay. Yeah, like a you know sort of shitty back to back, both of us in like cocked eyebrow poses, three quarter angle done in Illustrator. Okay. Yep. Um, do that. I'll talk to the graphic designer. Oh, that's the other thing. Um, we we want to do our coffee table book. <laughs> We'll talk about that in um, the next episode. I'll okay. make a note of that. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually start taking notes. No. <laughs> no? I, I, mean, I could put it on my work calendar, I guess. <laughs> I hate that I have one of those now. They're just talking points. There's no uh, sort of bullet points. Younger, younger you know, Logan. So we have to have... fill the time in with three different references to having diarrhea. <laughs> I think what? <laughs> diarrhea? Yeah. I think you said malaria. <laughs> But your dreams may not. Okay, this has been wide shot. Can this just be looped? <laughs> not very well. <laughs> I mean, manually, yeah. <laughs>
Because we we never got outro music. No, we didn't. So it's just going to be you manually looping. Didn't we? That one chord. Oh no, I do. I've, I've got it that I play it over the episode during the editing process. What is it? Um, it's some smooth jazz. Really? I can't remember. This shows that I've never listened to a podcast episode ever. <laughs> Let me find the song. Hang on. If I can. This is news it. to me. Why is it not on the soundboard? <laughs> Go on the website. Listen to the last minute of no. the episode. <laughs> I will not. I don't want to listen to dead kitties in the pool. Okay. Let me start playing this. I'll put it through the speakers. The speaker box. The love below. With me. I mean, are you playing anything? <laughs> Can you not hear that? Whoa, no, but I'm getting mad feedback. Okay, stop talking. No. Now nah, kill it, kill it. That sounds awful. Um, I tell you what, you play it on the end of the episode, and I won't well, that's listen. What I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> Did you just send it to me uh, on Facebook? All right, play one last sound bite, and then we're out. Oh no, that wasn't you. Do what? Oh, this has been wide shut. Um, we're back. Episode fifty, y'all. Yeah, we did fifty. Loudy, loudy, look her turn, fighty, fighty. Not us, because we're 50. Oh, man. Okay. Fuck you. Out.